It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. Hey, Mick Barlow in Melbourne, just quickly, can you describe what you're seeing, the contrast down your lens? <laughs> you got two different screens, Britt and I both on separate cameras. Can you just describe what you see? I see Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> Zane's got his glasses on this morning. Britt, you, 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 you're going very well this morning. She's got a big day, which we'll go into awards night yes, at the races. Yes, and the races and... are early, so I had to get ready now. So you're fully dimed up, literally yeah. like you're about to walk down the aisle for a wedding, and then there's yeah. me who's wearing a dirty jumper, pink board shorts with a dolphin on it, and socks yeah. with holes in them. Hey, but, it's uh, good that you have shoes on today. I think five or six hours prep at the at the Campfield last night as well. Oh, I, I did have a bit of a net session last night, which was uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just an early net session. But, uh, hey, Mick, uh, I did catch the footy, and it uh, didn't end so well for Geelong. It is Port Adelaide, 43-point winners. Comprehensive performance at the Adelaide Oval. And this side goes straight to a home prelim final in front of a big crowd at the Adelaide Oval. That was comprehensive. Mm. That's exactly what it was. From the outset, you know, they didn't break them uh, until somewhat into the third quarter, but it was all one-way traffic. Yeah. And what I really found, Zave, Geelong, there's a big concern with the men in hoops from player 12 yeah. through to the last player that's that's put their magnets put up at the moment. If it's not Dangerfield, so well, Jeremy Cameron had a quiet night. Um, their depth isn't there at the moment. It's funny you say that. So I, I reckon watching, if you put the uh, they pick ten players from Geelong and uh, Port Adelaide combined, I reckon seven of the ten, if you pick the best, would be in Geelong's team. You've got obviously Ollie Wines and Travis Boak, but then there's a fair bit of, but they bat deep, don't they, Mick? Mm. Like their mm. their player number fifteen is yep. much better than Geelong's yeah. player number fifteen. Britt, how do you enjoy the game? Uh, I was so disappointed. I was hoping for the result for Geelong. I love Geelong. Yeah. I'm not a supporter, but you know when Eagles aren't in finals, you, mm. you always have a, a second team, and I've always loved Geelong for Tom Hawkins three hundredth, yes. and there was so much around that as well with everyone's beautiful messages that they mm. sent him, that they had the banner on the farm for the kids yep. to run through. I really liked everything that they were doing, and was really hoping they would get a result, but you said it, comprehensive. Geelong's, uh, five of the last six years, Geelong's lowest score mm. has fallen in a final. Mm. So that's yeah. some sort of... So uh, why? Yeah, it's, uh, God mm. knows. Their record isn't isn't great in those finals, but, Mick. I'll tell you what, they were they were doomed from the outset. Okay. I, I'm not big on self-insertion, Britt. I'm not big on self-insertion into other people's stories. Xavier Ellis made Tom Hawkins' 300th <laughs> all about him, didn't he? All about him. <laughs> Put up the photo. Well done, mate. Here, here you are at my wedding. Here nah. you are playing footy, school footy with me. I am just very, him. very proud of Tom Hawkins. <laughs> very proud. It was funny. It was the contrast of where we were at. So I was actually thinking through some photos of Hawk and I yesterday. He's We obviously went, we went through school together, boarding school uh, roommates. Sort of went on the footy journey from the start together. He's playing 300 games. And I was on the shitter doing a Instagram <laughs> about him. I mean, the contrast in where our lives have gone is uh, is unbelievable. But they come over today. I mean, I'm quite offended. You yeah. doing a radio show with us in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I mean, how bad's Tom going? Yeah. Um, so they come over today, Geelong. So they'll fly in. I think they might be staying down in Frio somewhere. I think that's where they were last year. Oh, and God's country. Yeah, God's country down mm. there. And then Melbourne are on their way over tomorrow, I think. Mm. So uh, everything's shaping towards a uh, a big final series over here. Quickly, Ken Geelong win the flag now. Britt, you just said that you were a big fan. I am a big fan. Uh, off last night, it was just, it was just it was so, so bad. Wasn't so it? bad. Like, yeah. 
Port Adelaide just completely had them covered. Mick? Yeah, I think they. I think it's a big game. I think GWS win today. So do I. G- so do I. GWS are the only side for mine. And, um, you know, now that I'm a, a footy analyst and I was, that's what I've been yeah. referred to over the last 24 hours, GWS is the side outside of the top four that can win the flag. The other three, I think... Um, well, I am saying can't win the No, I, I tend to agree. Bulldogs with uh, the forward line injuries. Uh, no Callum Mills today. No Josh Kennedy for Sydney. So that's a big hole. And, of course, Essendon mm. and uh, John Worsold yesterday to function made a good point. Essendon weren't in the eight until the last minute. So they haven't had an outstanding season. They've just scraped in as well. So the finals Let are shaping leaves, yeah. up. Looking forward to what we uh, see play out. That's time to chat to a man who was introduced to segments of Triple M. Enough of the week. 229 games. Bernie Vince, good morning. Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, great to be on the show. Hear good things about Triple M Perth over there. Mm. So looking forward to uh, being on your show today. Now, uh, Bernie, just quickly, uh, enough of the week. How has Mick Barlow not been in it regularly? <laughs> There's no big enough alive. <laughs> Well, I actually try and look after my mates, so um, I just thought, you know, just let him find his feet and get started before, uh, you know what, next year. Next year I'm going to start really attacking that man because otherwise I'd fill the whole segment up with Mickey Barlow stuff, so, you know, I've got to spread it around a little bit. Now, you say looking after you, man, mate. He did just tell us a story about Lockie Neal's Buck Show. uh... Jeez, how how in-depth did he go into that one? Nah, it was a hook. It was a hook. He didn't even tell us the story, so you're in the clear. Yeah, yeah, no, all good. No, very good, very good mate of ours, uh, Lockie Neal. I actually grew up. His his old man was a footy coach of mine when I first left school, so uh, that was the connection there. And geez, hasn't Lockie taken off his career? Uh, he used to ask me for running sessions and stuff. What we used to do, and I was like, ah, oh, mate, just you know, I didn't. Well, first of all, I didn't couldn't find my running sessions, yeah. and then secondly, I was like, oh, mate, this would be probably a bit hard for you. And then, then he goes on, gets drafted, wins a Brownlow, and. Way better player than what I am, so maybe I should take that a little bit more seriously. He uh, one off season, I remember Lockie Neal. He he got a bit behind in his weekly running program, so he did three <laughs> sessions in one day. But anyway, on that, on Jeez, that if buck- I got that far behind, I'd be running for a month straight. <laughs> got, got far behind. On that Bucks day, um, Burn, we won't go into detail. I've only just flicked the yes. lure in. For, I want the, the detail. Come on. No, no, oh. no. Devil is in the detail. It absolutely <laughs> is. But Ross Lyon was on that Bucks. Um, oh, yes. Ross yes, Lyon was. was there. Is that is the Bucks Ross Lyon capable of going into coaching a big club like Carlton? <laughs> oh, I love. You know what? When Ross Lyon came, I, I actually because he was a touch late, later than what we were, <laughs> and I just I went up the lock here and go. Mate, Ross Lyons here. I didn't know. He goes, yeah, yeah, he's invited to our show. I thought he was on another table. I tell him to calm down and warn him, and then Ross ended up being almost best on. I was so, about to say, what was his performance like? He was very, very good. Had very to play catch-up. Very good entertainer, Ross. I actually sat next to him for a while, picked his brain. Not sure what about, but I remember asking him a few questions. You're quite brilliant, Shane. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> Oh, we love that grab all the time. But in all seriousness, can you see him uh, coaching next year? Oh, I certainly can. I love I, I love talking to people that have been coached by Ross Lyon. They reckon he's incredible. Mm. In, in particular, the, the St Kilda players in like Nick Rewell, mm. Lee Montagna, these guys, and they. Well, that's a good example of how close he was to players. He's he's going to players' bus. I know we had a bit of a joke about it, but that's how close he was to to his playing group. He'd do anything for him. He'd stick up for him and. Uh, they love it. The St Kilda boys still catch up with him in Melbourne quite regularly, and um, I, I think he can. I think I love his footy brain. I love his 
you know, he's got a bit of a hard edge as well, but I think coaches need that. I know he's had to adapt a little bit over the years, but I can see him doing a fantastic job if he gets the gig at Carlton. And we'll change change lanes. Port Adelaide last night, Bernie. Unbelievable. Into mm. a home prelim now. You as a former Adelaide Crow, probably uh, <laughs> not a great result for you, but the town <laughs> must be a buzz, or at least half of the town. Well, they certainly are. They're right up and about uh, Port Adelaide at the moment. So they're... I actually rode them off a couple of times, Port Adelaide, uh, mm. throughout the season, more towards the back end. And, you know, there's all the chat about they haven't beaten a top four side, top eight side. And then, but the, what they were doing is they were just banking wins. They were just beating whoever they were playing. And, you know, they had some pretty poor performances uh, a few times against some good teams. But And that's probably why I thought, oh, no, nah, they can't beat the good teams. You've got to beat the good teams to win a flag. And But they just keep surprising. I reckon last night was possibly their best performance of the whole year. And yeah. what a time to save it for. Just their... Not so much the the output. The, the good players are always going to play well. Wines, Boke, and these guys. Amon's had a fantastic year too. But it was it was more the pressure on the footy. Geelong actually looked like a second rate side last night. You don't say that too often about them. But just their tackle pressure, their pressure on the footy, the contested footy was was outstanding. So they're saving their best to last, and they're going to be hard to keep out of a grand final now. Out of nowhere, they're all of a sudden. Well, they should be favourites having a home prelim to go into a grand final. Over over your way, by the way. We're still fighting for it. But yep. I think you might have beaten us. No, you're not getting it. We're, uh, not with that chief we're, health we've conceded that no we're having it. No idea what day of the week it is. Exactly. We're, we're, just, we're just got to send more uh, more truckies over. <laughs> yeah. I know. They're sabotaging. We are, we're on the lookout for those truckies. Hopefully it does remain here. You said that Geelong second rate they looked last night. We spoke about it a little bit earlier today. Could could they still make a flag off the back of last night's performance? Mm, they're they're going to have to do it the hard way now, mm. uh, win every final going in, obviously. But they're, they're a class side as well. You don't finish. Well, if they won uh, the last round, which they should have as well, gave up a 44-point lead to Melbourne, should have finished top of the table. And you don't, you don't fluke finishing top. So um, they're still very capable. They're going to have to do it the hard way now, play the winner of Sydney or the Giants, and they're both going pretty well. And then they're going to have to come through either the winner of Brisbane or Melbourne. So... No easy final. They're going to have to do it the hard way now. You'd much prefer the week off and wait for your opponent the next week in the prelim. But I think they can. I think anyone in the sort of top five can mm. can can win it this year. It's absolutely wide open. Every team's had a bit of a hiccup along the way, and uh, it's it's it is wide open. It's a, you can just find it. what what are West Coast doing this year? They they wasted yeah. a big opportunity mm. to the home home grand final mm. possibly, but. Yeah, as I said, anyone can win it. Everyone's had their patches of really good form and then just a few little hiccups along the way. So no team is, uh, you know, outstanding. Now, Burn, you were accredited uh, turning that bog heap Melbourne around and uh, they're on tonight, which you'll be calling for Triple M. Just really quickly, how do you see the Brisbane-Melbourne game? Uh, another cracker. Uh, I think Melbourne play really, really well over here in Adelaide and have for the last probably four or five years, even when Adelaide and Port Adelaide, well, Port Adelaide have been good for a long time now, but when Adelaide were really good as well. Somehow Melbourne found a way to, to upset them over here. So I think Melbourne will beat Brisbane tonight. I think it was a big win last week coming from behind against Geelong. And uh, get, I, I wouldn't want to play the Bulldogs in this final series. I know a lot of people have written them off as well. I wouldn't want to be on their side of the draw. So I reckon it's a big win playing Brisbane. But in saying that, Brisbane is starting to hit form too. So I'm going back. I'm backtracking again. But I think Melbourne get it done tonight. We're having that much fun here. Our producer's gone to sleep, Bernie. We're going to wrap you up, but he's gone to sleep. So we're going to keep going. Keep going. We're going to keep going. Oh, I just right want on. one more question. I want to pinch one. Yes. Adelaide, yes. down the bottom this year, what do they look like going into next year? Gee whiz, they're a young side. 
They are a young side, but they have got there's, there's a lot of upside this year. Coming obviously wooden spooners last year. There was a point in time where people thought last year with the only the seven seventeen round uh, season that they might not even win a game. Mm. And they won their last three games. Uh, got some built some real confidence off the back of that. Got some really good senior players as well helping out. Uh, Rory Laird's had another outstanding year. Uh, Paul Seedsman in the All Australian uh, squad as well and. Tex was going beautifully as well until the back end of the year. So they've got some real, a real good mix of senior players, and then all the young guys coming through are pretty exciting too. So um, they'll be looking. They'll be looking. I don't think they'll make the eight or anything like that in next year, but they'll be looking. I reckon for twenty twenty three to to really have a crack at, at building, getting some game time next year into these young guys, and then in twenty twenty three having a crack at the eight. So they're not too far away as well. Uh, Matty Nixon. Uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful coach. They love him down there. The boys love him. So, uh, yeah, good operator. Beautiful, Burn. Now, I just got a text message from you and Giles who said we're going to do a special podcast about Lockie Neal's Buck <laughs> Show with the full story and detail on the <laughs> listener app, Burn. So, uh, everyone oh, no. download the app and uh, we're going to get the full details behind the scenes, mate. Burn, thanks for joining us, mate. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends, the Newtown Toyota.